Hi, I'm Johanna Ferreira, content director of Pop Sugar Juntos. Juntos is all about celebrating Latin A culture, pride, our many intersectional identities, and joy. Thanks to support from Prime, there's so much to get into over at Juntos this month. From conversations with the Latin A minds behind our favorite new movies and resurrected TV shows, to thoughtful celebrity commentary and exclusive interviews with some of the biggest Latin music artists today. And it doesn't stop there. Get more of the music, movies, and shopping you love on Prime. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more of whatever you're into from streaming to shopping. And get all of our latest coverage at PopSugar.com slash Juntos. Con amor, Johanna. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Welcome to Switched on Pop. I'm songwriter Charlie Harding. And I'm musicologist Nate Sloan. And Nate, today I want to introduce you to the art of musical seduction. Whoa, Charlie, I'm getting a little hot under the collar already. Today we're going to talk about The Weeknd's hit song, I Feel It Coming. Very good. We know about The Weeknd. He arrived on the scene with his song, Earned It, from the soundtrack for Fifty Shades of Grey. Indeed. So he has a whole repertoire that is really dedicated to songs about seduction, <laughs> right. hedonism, oftentimes very regressive sexual politics. But in this case, I Feel It Coming, produced with Daft Punk, is an amazing slow burn with a sort of universal, non-specific sexual appeal. Right on, yeah. Let's, let's start 2017 off uh, in a sexy way. All right, so let's drop the needle, take a listen to I Feel It Coming by The Weeknd and Daft Punk. Tell me what you really like Baby, I can take my time We don't ever have to fight Just take it step by step I feel it coming I feel it coming, babe I feel it coming I feel it coming, babe I feel it coming I feel it coming, babe All right, Nate. I'm going to start and ask you, what is this song about? I mean, okay, <laughs> let me collect <laughs> myself here. Uh, I think this song is about, I mean, I, you, you said it best at the very beginning. It's about seduction and it's, and it's seduction in its, in its purest form, slow, steady. As he says, we don't need to rush. Right. This is, there's no, this is not the impatience of, a, of an R. Kelly, perhaps. <laughs> This is the the infinite patience of of the weekend, and I, I I dig it. We can know that this song is about uh, the anticipation of getting together because in the lyrics, uh, the weekend says, "You've been scared of love and what it did to you." Yes, in the past, right. And in the future, he then goes on to say, "We don't have to rush when you're alone with me." So he's yes. sort of saying like, "This is I'm trying to seduce you into." being alone with me. It yeah. isn't happening yet. Yeah. You've been scared of love and what it did to you. You 
Onset, I feel like something is about to happen between. It's us. a future tense. <laughs> it's a future song. Tense. Yeah, totally. exactly. And it's really about the future tense of, hey, we're going to get together. And I think here there's actually a reference to uh, the, the pantheon of uh, sexual seduction. Uh, Marvin Gaye's "Let's Get It On." Oh yeah, right? that is that is the, the the apogee right there, the zenith, the apex, <laughs> the apotheosis. Do you have another one? The climax? So I think that the weekend with his I feel like coming might yeah. actually be a reference to then come on come on let's get it on. Huh. Okay. I'm I'm I could be persuaded of this. What other references are you hearing in this song that suggests uh seduction? Oh, interesting. Um well, I'll I'll start with the references I hear whether yeah. these are related to seduction. You can be the judge. But the 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 number one with a bullet, the specter looming over this song as so much of the weekend's material is an artist named Michael Jackson. Yes, definitely. So I I hear the syncopated, sexy, high vocals of Michael Jackson. Yeah. There's a couple of uh, tracks that we could reference. I think that uh, Rock With You would be a great one. That is a great choice. That is always a great choice. That is never not a great choice. <laughs> another similarity between the Michael Jackson and The Weeknd that wouldn't just be the obvious vocal reference? Another similarity between The Weeknd and Michael Jackson beyond the obvious vocal reference. That's the sound of my brain worrying. Um, <laughs> let's see. Like, uh, the sonic palette has some similarities, like, especially in the use of these vintage sounding synthesizers, I guess, in these, like, pads and these very active drum and bass lines uh but you're looking at me uh <laughs> askance as though i haven't correctly identified it so what tell me what you're thinking it is that funk guitar oh yeah the, i was right. getting to that, yeah, right. getting to that. <laughs> you were just seducing me into the funk exactly guitar, exactly right? the slow build so that funk guitar is the sound of sexy music and it was made famous by Nile Rodgers from the band Chic. I, I think a great reference point would be their song Good Times. Yeah. Yeah. 
we know this sexy sound in Daft Punk's music because all over their last album was Nile Rodgers from Chic playing on Random Access Memories. And uh, you can hear a, a modern version of the exact same thing on uh, their song, Get Lucky. Whoa. Interesting. Okay. So you're saying The weekend featuring Daft Punk referencing 70s era sexy funk guitar yes via the modern resurrection of it in daft punk's own random access memories (laughs) yes okay this is a complex genealogy but i'm with you yes the last element that i think makes this just the most seductive song is uh you kind of hinted at it but it's these syncopated bass line in some cases synthesized here it's actually a real bass player and i i wanted to bring in one last reference that i'm hearing which is doing it whoa that's that that was a nice face you made okay yeah (laughs) by ike and tina turner nice It's just moaning and baseline. Wow, I really am so curious what that song is about. Okay, so where's the link there, though? Funky bass. Oh, funky bass, great. Funky bass. Okay. Okay. So I am saying that the that this song is an amalgamation of all these references that we know to feel that feel sexy, right? We've we've got that Michael Jackson holler with that funky guitar and that smooth uh, syncopated bass line. Yeah, that's that sounds like a, a, a the right brew to me. It's right, man. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the weekend is referencing the canon of sexy music mm-hmm. to uh, build a, a sonic landscape, which immediately puts us in the mood, if you will. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I love making Gentiles uncomfortable. <laughs> but you can't seduce someone by doing somebody else's dance. You got to have your own oh. little dance moves, right? Yeah. Right? You got to stand out from the crowd. You got to stand wow. out from the flock. Yeah. And in order to do this, the weekend does some very tricky things with his song to make it his own thing. And we're going to go into that right after the break. Very nice. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Fox Creative. This is advertiser content from 26.2 Team Milk and their new docu-series, Running Sucks. Is running the worst? Yeah. Do you love it? Do you hate it? I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it so freaking much. That you're a real runner now! I did it. <laughs> I'm Abby Ayers, a 37-year-old mom from Utah who found herself running across the Manhattan Bridge in my first race ever. Running Sucks celebrates women who run and the running communities that carry them across the finish line. Running helped me in so many ways postpartum. 
It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. For every person like you, I'm telling you you belong, and I'm telling you you can do it. I never thought the words would leave my mouth, but yes, I'm planning on running a marathon. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing, because, like, who would have thought? Watch Running Sucks at runningsuckstheseries.com and learn more about how Team Milk is helping women runners across the country conquer their next course. So, Nate, I promised you that the weekend was going to get us in the mood. He was going to seduce us. He was going to do it by referencing all these other great songs, but he was also going to do it in his own unique way. And yes. I want to get into that. I want to get into Yeah, you made a lot of promises. <laughs> over here. And I want to get into how does he string us along through the actual compositional structure of his song? What are the secret little things that he does to uh, boost this sense of uh, seduction? Cool. Okay, so first thing. To create seduction, you must have anticipation. Yes. So how does The weekend create anticipation through the composition of I Feel Like Coming? Okay, that's, that's, that's a great question. How do you portray that sort of delayed gratification that's right. in musical terms? Yes. Do you have any ideas or you want me to just jump right into it? Well, when you say anticipation, the first thing that comes to my mind is literal musical anticipation that's correct yeah and his lyric is constantly anticipating the uh downbeat of the song right oh like the chorus is a great example of this exactly oh interesting so can you explain what's going on right 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 because he doesn't say um he says okay how, how, how do i how do you illustrate this he says i feel it come in And that, and you can actually, even in just the way I'm saying it now, right. where he's kind of mispronouncing the word coming, actually. Yeah. I feel it. It almost sounds like two words, like come in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he says, I feel it come in. And even you can hear in the way he sort of like compresses that word coming and speeds it up. Right. Like he's actually anticipating where that word would naturally fall. Right. Does yeah. that, did that make any sense? Kind of. Yeah. yeah Why okay. not? And, it, it, and he says it uh, in anticipation of the beginning of the chordal progression. Yes. Right? It doesn't happen on like, one, I feel it coming. Right. It's, I feel it coming, one. Yes. Right. Okay. That And that's good. So if you think about it, maybe in, if we like reharmonize this, so to speak, yeah. it, it would sound very different. You could, you could do it something like, I feel it coming. <laughs> <laughs> not very interesting. No, certainly no anticipation. not. Yeah, you know, in terms of rhythmic anticipation, uh, The weekend seems very much directly borrowing from Marvin and Michael because in Let's Get It On, we have a very similar kind of rhythmic anticipation where the bass goes bum, 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 mm-hmm. right? Instead right. of bum, bum, oh, yeah. bum, bum, right. it goes bum. Bum. Right. So that's that. Ooh. And the same thing in Rock With You. I want to yeah. rock with you all night. Yeah. Um, and then the all night goes all night. Right. Not all night. Right. And we can hear the same thing in the bass line to I Feel Like Humming. Yeah, exactly. So this is, I think he's like totally using that that sexual playbook so to speak <laughs> okay so he 
quite literally anticipates the beat in this song. I, w- I would say that he, he builds anticipation also, actually right from the very start. Yeah. The song fades in with this sort of uh, low, washy filter. It opens up and we hear this kind of something in the background slowly fading into the foreground to, to sort of double down on the sort of active anticipation. The chord progression that he's playing all throughout is all about where uh, where we're going because it doesn't open on the home key, right? This chord progression goes through these four different chords. And it ends on the home key, but then it sort of goes back to this other place. This actually very ambiguous chord, this, this minor chord. That eventually kind of leads us back through, and every time the chord cycle repeats, you keep wanting to go back home. Right. Oh, interesting. So there's four chords repeating throughout this whole composition. Right. And every time that progression restarts, you're waiting, you're anticipating the return yes. to the home. Exactly. Can we hear those chords for a second? Yeah. So there's our first chord, kind of minor, slightly dark. Second chord also minor dark yeah ah ah okay now we're moving to a major chord is this going to take us somewhere yes it is it's going to take us to our happy place back home happy ending nice and then as soon as you get back home you return back to this beginning ambiguous place oh yeah that bums me out i want to get back to that yeah so you keep you keep cycling want to go going and wanting to go back yeah interesting He doesn't just do it with his chords. He does it with his melody. Whoa. Okay. What's that? So the melody is quite simple. It's just basically three notes. Yeah. It's a very simple melody. Just a few notes. And he it has a sort of repeating quality to it, right? Yeah. So the third time that he plays this sort of repeated segment, it lands over a chord which doesn't fit. Like the things don't sound good. And when this happens, he, he's literally saying, I can make your body shake. There's this uneasiness. This sh- and right when he says shake, he plays this note. Yeah. You can't hear it over this chord. Yeah. And they are actually in tension with each other. And like there is this shaking dissonance that happens. Whoa. Like the like the vibrations of that dissonance are like physically shaking your body, maybe. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That is really cool. He continues this by moving into the pre-chorus and we get a a, a real shift uh, where things which had been syncopated and anticipated all of a sudden become very straight. He says, you've been scared of love and what it did to you. But he says it very straight. You've been scared of love and, right? So rhythmically, it becomes uh, much more straight ahead. Right. None of the uh, the syncopation. 
sort of uh, almost speaking directly to the person. Uh, and uh, and here the melody is rising up, rising, building, anticipation. But he's also at this point kind of being comforting in a way. That's like right. Being very straight up, very honest. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to rush. It's yeah. okay. We're gonna take it slow. Yeah. So it's a very comforting moment. But he's he's built. He's raising the stakes by building this melody up, taking us into a higher place. And then. And then we get to the chorus. We get to the chorus. Yes. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. And the song builds up to the chorus, and we get to the highest note in the song. Big surprise. The chorus, the what would seem like a climax, but yeah. uh, maybe not an apt metaphor for this song, because what we're arguing is that this is not about uh, a climactic uh, moment. It's actually about continual uh, anticipation. Yeah. And uh, and so what we get is the uh, response to this rising uh, pre-chorus. We get this high note and then a descending back down uh, melody. Yes, but and yet what's interesting about the song is that as you say, it doesn't it never really peaks, it, no. so to speak. No. It it really just kind of hums along on this on this slow on this slow burn. It's just like getting really nice and, and crispy and yeah. and toasty yeah. and just not really, not ever, you know, light lighting your hair on fire, but just kind <laughs> of, I, I, it's very, it's very interesting like that. Well, it never lands. It never has some giant moment because the whole point is to build up and build up and build up. And then even at the, the, the chorus, when you think it's going to go real high and crazy, he actually sort of descends back down and sort of yeah. sends us back into uh, this really simple nice melody that resolves beautifully uh and eventually throws us back into the verse and the chords keep on repeating and keep on repeating yeah. right these chords which want to constantly resolve play throughout the entire song they never change yeah so there is this sense that it's just constant build yeah yeah the, the actual coupling in this song takes place at some uncertain point in the future that's right like we don't hear it actually we, it fades out and that's the most disappointing of the song the song just fades out <laughs> well uh, disappointing to you perhaps but for uh, uh for we listeners i think that's kind of the, the the point of it is to put you in this state of sort of suspended animation mm. that's a that's a delicate balance to strike it's impressive so yes unfortunately the song does fade out and it, we are left uh, to our imagination to wonder did they get together we'll never know because it's actually the end of the album oh dang yeah i know yeah. Yeah. so uh that's the weekends i feel it coming i think it is a, a brilliant piece in, uh, in the art of seduction it references the history of popular music that has done just this uh, while building in its own really beautiful compositional techniques to string us along. Do you feel seduced? I'm, I'm, I'm definitely hot and bothered. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to turn the microphones off then. <laughs> this episode of Switched On Pop was produced by me, Charlie Harding. And me, Nate Sloan. 
we have a awesome Spotify playlist where uh, some of our listeners suggested their favorite songs of seduction. You can find that on our website. Yes. It may or may not be NSFW. <laughs> you can find that playlist and listen to more episodes of Switched On Pop at www.switchedonpop.com. You can also talk to us on Twitter or on Facebook at Switched On Pop. If you love our show, please go to iTunes and rate us. It really helps other people find the show. Switched On Pop is part of the Panoply Network. Home to awesome shows like Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History. They do a great episode about the song Hallelujah, actually. Yeah, that's a really good which episode. Which we have talked about, yeah. yeah. We'll be back with more episodes in two weeks. And until then, thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. 